But someone who's much, much better qualified to talk about that is uh, Taylor Johnson, of course. Uh, Taylor uh, from Sky Television's commentary team um, and, of course, a former Samoan international herself and now enjoying married life. Taylor Johnson, uh, good morning to you. Morning, Ian. How are you? I'm really good. Gee, you're doing a bit of travelling, aren't you? I study you a wee bit on, um, on social media. You've been around the world about ten times. <laughs> I've got to do something in the off season because once we're in rugby season, it's all go. <laughs> well, it, it is all go, Taylor. But it's it, it's from our point of view, we were just talking about it, Logan and I. It's too short. It's, I mean, we're here. We are. We've just really oh, started to ide- identify the teams, identify the players, get the combos going, mm-hmm. uh, and it's damn near mm-hmm. over. Yeah, no, I had definitely agree with you. Um, and yeah, off the back of what you were saying, after the Black Ferns um, success, you just expected a, a, like a longer competition or even an amalgamation of the Super W and um, Super Rugby Opiki. So you do have that Trans Tasman comp, and I hope that is on the cards in the future. But you're so right, like, you know, you play each other once, um, and then. You go, you know, everyone makes the semi final and then you have the final. So, um, and, and the, the sad thing is, is that each week every team has got better and better. And I feel like we're just mm. kind of, um, you know, seeing what can be, but we're, we're at the end of the season already. So I, I think I'd love to see it extended. But um, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is, so we'll talk about what it is, and that is, of course, what's coming up at North Harbour Stadium at the weekend. It's a, it's a really good double header. Uh, first of all, uh, Matatu uh, against the Blues women. Uh, Matatu winning this yeah. uh, first round uh, matchup this season, 33-31, a cliffhanger there. Oh, that was such a brilliant game. I was, I was lucky enough to be down in Dunedin calling that one. And then Matatu, you know, very team last year who didn't win a single game. This year, you know, they they won their first one over the Blues. They probably should have won the second over the um, Poa, but they decided not to go for a kick right in front with a minute to go. Um, and then they, you know, were the closest team um, to the Chiefs Manawa by far this season. So, look, Matatu are coming, are going from strength to strength at the moment. I think the Blues women, um, you know, on paper, they actually have the strongest team. They just haven't really um, fired, you know. I think it's just the connections. Like individually, they're all brilliant, but they're just not getting the connections right like those other teams on the field. So I think that's going to go right down to the wire like it did in round one. Um, but I think I'm going to put my money on uh, the Blues just because it is a home game for them being at North Albert Stadium. Also, the fact, of course, they come off an encouraging performance against the Power, as you said last week. Three late tries and a big comeback. Oh, that's huge for their confidence, you know. Um, there's so many standouts in that Blues team. Jamie Colossi, one of them, you know, this is her first year playing in Opeki and she's carving up. She's leading half of the women's stats at the moment for someone who's just recently picked up rugby as well. Um, they've also got some of the black friends like Liana Mikali too, who's, who's been instrumental for them and has the most carries in the club. Um, and has just been outstanding. So I think it's going to be really good. Um, but the Blues, yeah, they're starting to come together. And that's what I mean about the season being too short because they started slow and now they've kind of just found their straps. But the season's about to end. So it's really unfortunate for them. Well, Chiefs Manawa have uh, again been dominant, uh, although the gaps uh, appear to be closing. When I, when I saw the first couple of results, I thought, here we go, this is just going to be um, a, a walkover for them. But uh, then uh, they were seriously threatened last weekend, uh, and they're up against uh, the Hurricanes. Pool. They'd be massive favourites going into this, I would imagine. Uh, they won the first game 53-21. 
Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs Manawa have never, ever, ever lost a game. You know, I know it's only um, the third year that they've played because obviously they played the exhibition match against the Blues um, a couple of years ago. But they are just such an incredibly strong team. Um, and the thing is, is that a lot of people thought, oh, this wouldn't be the year that they'd win it because they lost so many players. And then they've just come back better than what they were. Um, so they are the hot favourites. I think you've got to look at their forward pack. I mean, it's the best forward pack in the competition. The, the amount of go for, they get the domination at scrum time. Um, but even equally, their backs have just been really good too, particularly Jessica Willison coming out from um, the New Zealand Sevens program. And she's just split into 15 um, so easily and just makes it look like she's got so much time on her hands. But interestingly, the Hurricanes Cola, um, they make about 300 metres um, more than any other team when it comes to the contact zone. So they've got such a strong team when it comes to ball carries and it's really hard for everyone to bring them down. Um, but again, they just haven't really been able to score as many tries and get those connections right. And I think if the season had been a bit longer, probably would have seen a bit more improvement from the power. But I think don't count them out. You know, they've got some awesome players like Aisha Lickie, you know, she's a pocket rocket on that wing, as well as Tona Nanwu. So I think although the Chiefs Manawa are very much favourites, um, don't be surprised if the power do put them sometimes. People raving about uh, the performance of uh, Hazel too, but uh, putting pressure on uh, perhaps the incumbent, Ruahe de Mont, at some stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to play with Hazel at Counties, um, and she is such a cool, calm, collected performer. Like, you're right. The use of her boot for this Manawa team, like, you know, the back line is only ever as good as your first five, the person who's, you know, commanding that team and putting everyone in the right spaces. And she's definitely knocking on that door. Obviously, she was already part of the back spin, but very much coming off the bench in the last couple of minutes and things like that. But man, she has been outstanding, and I can definitely understand all the rave um, behind her. I would be um, interested to get your thoughts on just the overall uh, standard um, of the competition this year compared to last. I know it's such a short uh, sample size to do that. I mean, I'll, I'll, you, you do your stats, you, you, you know your numbers. 407 points have been scored in the competitions. There's been some very high scoring games. Uh, Chiefs Manawa are averaging 50 points per game. So what are we, uh, are we looking at uh, some serious work having to be done on defences here? I think it's it's the same across the men's and the women's game. You look at some of those Super Rugby Pacific scores and you're like, what is going on here? And I think it's because of all the rule changes, they're more so promoting attack and then the poor defence coaches are thinking, what am I going to do here? You know, especially around the halfbacks not being able to go past the scrum and um, the scrum half and things like that, you know, not following the ball. Um, and even just the quickness around the breakdown, there's a lot of stuff fostering attack, but not a whole lot um, promoting defence. So I feel sorry for all those defensive coaches out there. But um, I just think because it's been paid at such a frenetic pace than what it used to be, particularly in the women's game, like the skill level is so much higher when you compare year on year. It's because you know, young girls are picking up rugby earlier. We've got so many teenagers playing in Opiki. Um and they deserve to be there. And they've just been playing since they were young with the boys now. It's not, you know, girl, um, girls aren't picking up a rugby ball once they finish school. They're actually, you know, picking it up at the same time as young boys and getting those skills um, honed in. And I also just think 
um, so many people were vying for those Black Fern spots um, and Opeki spots that they put a whole lot more into their pre-season training and wanting to get selected. So I think like the skill level has been really good this season. Um, the accuracy as well on a lot of the kicking, the passing. Um, so I think it'll just get better and better next year as well. But you're right, it's been tri-scoring fiesta, not only in Super Rugby, Opeki, but in Pacific as well. So in terms of uh, what... Uh women's rugby were hoping to get out of this following into after the, the Rugby World Cup. Uh, do, you think it's, um, do you think it's been picked up uh, well enough to support what, what happened there or do you think they've lost the ball a wee bit? I mean, what, from your point of view, you work in the media, you work at the games. What about the level of support, the level of interest uh, following on? Yeah, like I, I think I think it was probably justified to have a longer tournament and play each other twice like they do in Super W in the Australian competition. Um, and, I mean, the crowds have been good from the games that I have been to, um, particularly with the standalone games. Like, I went to the Manawa game on Saturday, which was a standalone game that didn't doubleheader it with the Chiefs on Friday. And it was still a really cool crowd. And um, one thing I do notice is that it's not just the all-female crowd. Um, I would say that the men in the stands still dominate um over the women, um, it was really cool to see like father and son duos there just going down to watch the game. Um, yeah, I think you know hopefully this World Fifteen definitely goes ahead, um, and we see you know some more internationals for the Black Ferns. Um, you know, in the format, hopefully it's going to be here in New Zealand. So yeah, should should be good. Okay, Taylor, uh, thank you very much. I uh, look forward to um, your calls uh, at the weekend. Look forward to uh, the two semi finals. It's uh, Matatu and the Blues Woman, Chiefs Manawa and Hurricanes Poa. Have a terrific day, Taylor. Thanks for your time.